0: Hello, everybody. Welcome to the TeacherCast Educational Network. My name is Jeff Bradbury, and thank you so much for joining us today and making TeacherCast your home for professional development. This is Ask the Tech Coach podcast, episode number 63. Today, we're going to be talking about four ways that we can create an effective tech coach workflow. Our job as tech coaches is to be as efficient and effective as possible, and today we are here to start a month-long series on how you can get and stay organized. My guest today is a tech coach from the great state of Ohio. I want to introduce you guys to Mr. Alex Oris. Alex, how are you today? Welcome to the show.
1: I'm great, Jeff. Thanks for having me.
0: It is so nice to have you here. Tell us a little bit about
1: yourself. Sure. I'm a Technology Integration Specialist in Cuyahoga Falls. This will be my fifth year serving two middle schools. And my role is really to help our teachers increase the proficiency level of our students using technology.
0: Oh, my goodness. Thank you for being here. I know you said that you're a tech coach in multiple buildings. That is something that so many of us have in common. And that is why our topic today is so important, all about being efficient. I bet you know something about being efficient in the classroom.
1: Heck yeah, we have to stay organized. And when it comes to a busy work week, it's important for tech coaches to not only have a clear plan of attack, but we also need to know a lot of strategies and ways to stay organized, both digitally and physically, to make sure we're helping as many as teachers as possible.
0: And I want to know what you guys think about this topic. If you're out there listening, we would love to have you guys connect with us. You can, of course, check out all of our resources over on AskTheTechCoach.com, where we have over 62 different educational podcasts on the topic and also a ton of blog posts and many, many free educational templates. Check us out over on AskTheTechCoach.com and follow us on Twitter at AskTheTechCoach. And before we get to our show today, I want to ask you guys a question now that it is officially... October, are you feeling okay? Are you feeling good about your school year? Are things going well? I know Alex said he's in multiple buildings, and you guys know me for the last couple years, I've been in multiple buildings, and I've had that position where, you know, I'm not quite sure what's going on from day to day. I try to stay organized, but every building wants me to do different things, and I'm just sitting here trying to figure out what does the definition of a tech coach mean today if this happens to be you and if you guys are out there looking for help and support i want to remind you guys that we have our tech coach mastermind a complete professional development solution that is geared for you the technology coach we offer two monthly meetings to help you guys come together we've got over 30 tech coaches in our brand new facebook group that you guys can join and get us in together we also offer two free online courses, one on creating LMSs for your school district and one to work on educational technology plans, a subject that we are going to be tackling here on the show next week. And in addition to that, we've got some great tools and tips and templates and I give you guys so much insider information on how to be a tech coach from years of being a tech coach myself. If you guys are interested, we have a great plan and a great program for you. Six-month options and 12-month options are available and it's just... $20 a month. I hope you guys have a chance to check everything out over on teachercast.net slash mastermind and check out how you guys can help out your school districts by helping yourselves this year. So check everything out over at teachercast.net slash mastermind and join a fantastic group of tech coaches that are here and dedicated to helping point you in the right direction to maximize your time with your teachers. Now, Alex, I know you said that you are a middle school tech coach. What are some of the hot topics these days in middle school tech coaching? What are you doing with your teachers?
1: Oh, I love bouncing around. So, for example, today we were doing a robotics integrated lesson um, with forces of motion and friction. And then I bounced back to a different middle school and we're doing some 3D printing and design. And basically everywhere from your LMS that you were talking about, helping teachers plan and organize, um, meeting with them individually, but then, you know, being in the classroom with kids and helping team teach and co-teach and making sure that we're covering both the technology standards and the content standards. So, as you said, back and forth between buildings, got to stay organized. There's always something going on.
0: It is one of those things that we have, right? We've talked about this a lot. We have our teacher hat. We have our tech coach hat. We have our quasi pseudo, maybe kind of, I don't know yet, administrator hat that we have to put on we've got that district level planning hat so many different things this month the month of october we are going to be talking all about organizing and efficiency next week we're going to be talking about that ed tech integration plan we're going to be dealing with it more in the mastermind group again over at teachercast.net slash mastermind and we are really going to be helping you guys this month figure out what you can do to keep and stay organized. And Alex, that brings us to this week's Tech Coach Tip of the Week. Tell us a little bit about what this week's Tech Coach Tip of the Week is.
1: Well, when it comes to the busy work week, it's important for tech coaches to not only have a clear plan of attack for each week, but today we're going to be talking and looking about Looking at a variety of ways that tech coaches can stay organized, both digitally and physically, to make sure they're helping as many of their fellow staff members as possible.
0: And that is what we're going to be talking about today. Staying organized digitally, easy for me to say, and physically. (laughs) Now, Alex, when I'm looking at this, it's all about two things, right? Getting organized and staying organized. Now we've talked a, a little bit over the last couple of weeks about you know what do you do at the beginning of the school year, but you know what, it's no longer the beginning of the school year. At least for me, you know the middle of the first marking period is almost upon us. Grades are going to be due, and I always look at this and saying as a tech coach, I not only have to think about the macro, but I have to think about that micro as well. We're constantly running back and forth. Talk to us a little bit about some of the ways as a tech coach that you have to jump back and forth between big picture and little picture things. You know, maybe when it comes to classroom lessons, PD, Mm. whatever, talk to us a little bit about micro and macro.
1: Well, Jeff, I really think you got to start on the macro level. You've got to have all your goals and your district strategies aligned. So that way, as you get down to the nitty gritty and you break it down to your micro level, you're following your plan of attack. So beginning of the year, as you've already talked about, you set those goals, you know what you're after. My district, we use the ISTE standards and the Ohio technology standards, but we kind of break it down into mini ICANN statements for our students, and that way we can focus on those goals with our teachers as an easy way to integrate. But what, that's what our... Oh, go ahead. What do you mean by an ICANN uh, statement? So I don't know if you've ever looked at the technology standards from the tech coach side. They're pretty easy to understand, but they're not, uh, they don't necessarily break it down into individual, what students can do. So, what we try to do is take those standards that we read, that we recognize, and then rewrite them in a way that we can hand it to our teachers per quarter or, or per, per grade. And they can say, you know, my sixth grader should be able to do this. So, we break it down into mini I can statements. And that way, you know, we're looking as an integration model. Middle school, we don't have a tech class. We've got all the teachers on the same page working together with a facilitator, somebody that is like a tech coach like I am to help them through it and making sure that all of our students are going to be ready for the next grade level by using those I can statements. So
0: it really is coming down to knowing where you are and knowing where you want to go with your students. I know where I am as a tech coach. I'm new. I'm in this new school district. I'm only in one building right now, but I've got other buildings pulling at me saying, Can you come and do some PD over here? Can you show me how to do this? And I know I have to look in this and go, I'm not sure where the school district is. I'm trying to figure out what the big picture is and where the school district is going before I can even think about my own professional development and walk into any situation and go, This is where you have to be. Right. It mm. was easier the last couple of years because I was in a district. I was I was I was already a member of, of the of the group. This is totally different for me because I'm trying to come up with a way to move a much larger I mean, we got eleven thousand students in this school district. There's a much larger um, you know machine that we have to do here as opposed to my previous district, which was like twenty seven hundred or something like that. you know, much easier to move around and and do with things. Now, luckily, when we're talking about being organized at the macro and the micro, both digitally and physically, you've got a few different applications that you use that keep you on track. Tell us a little bit about one of them.
1: Well, you see, I've got to have something that I can use across multiple platforms. So when I'm I'm on my teacher uh, laptop, and then I transition to my tablet Chromebook, and then I pull out my iPhone, I mean, I'm all over the place, different devices. So my go-to is Google Calendar and Tasks. So I've got to have something both that I can document, you know, where I am, I can go back in my notes of my calendar, see what I worked with on that day for that teacher, and then what our next steps are going to be. So, that way, when they stop me in the hallway two weeks later, when I'm in the middle of a robotic lesson, I can quickly recall some of that conversation because I, I've i got like a hundred teachers to work with too. So, I use calendar to help plan out my days. I've got it color-coded by, you know, green is meeting with teachers. A uh, yellow is working with students, and then I use my tasks because in Google Calendar on the on the right hand side, you automatically have access to Google Tasks, and I use it as my to do list. It can be dated. I can check them off as I go. You could even have sub steps to to kind of master, or I should say, to check off each of those tasks. Now, the
0: next app you're talking about is really two apps, and I got to ask you: Are you still using both of these? Independently, What's your next mode of communication here?
1: My next mode of communication, I'm sorry?
0: Your, your next app of choice.
1: Oh, next app of choice? Well, one of the things I like to do too is I have to have a way, if I send out an email, I've got to be able to make sure that it's responded to or if I know when an email needs to go out and I'm thinking about it, I'll schedule it. So I use an add-on in Gmail called Boomerang and Boomerang allows me to kind of You know, schedule out emails. Uh, If it's it's something that I'm expecting response to, I can set a reminder after three days to resend the email or to notify me if it hasn't been responded to. Because we get kind of lost in a lot of those separate conversations, and really to have a digital assistant like Boomerang to help me, you know, on those tasks, I don't think I could do it without it.
0: You know, that's really interesting that you put it that way. Because when I saw that you mentioned Boomerang on the show notes here, I'm thinking. Even last week, I got rid of Boomerang now that Gmail has the opportunity to send an email later and to schedule it. But you just mentioned Boomerang's got a lot more features than just delay sending.
1: Yeah, I've been using it for a while. So when you know Google is really good about catching on and they develop with their um, creators those add-ons, and a lot of times they end up adopting what's out there. You know, like locked quizzes, there's been a, um, in, in Google Forms, one of the other things we use a lot, even for, um, you know, like getting organized, but Google Forms, there used to be a, um, like a, a separate app that you could load on a Chromebook called Secure Quiz, and you would be able to take a Google Form locked mode. Well, now that's that's built in into Google Forms in the quiz mode and pushed out through Classroom. But see, I use Forms. Forms anything you put in forms directly goes into a spreadsheet. Anything in a spreadsheet can be sorted, filtered. So, I use forms even for documentation purposes. We'll use it for one to one Chromebook inventory and when repairs need to take place. We use that so that it you know you can automatically um, have it sorted. And then there's tons of add ons in Google Sheets like Formule. That when I put in what Chromebook was broken when and the parent email, it automatically sends an email to that parent from me. So it saves a lot of time to document and use some of that automation.
0: So I think when it comes down to having tech coaches get as efficient as possible, it starts with that whole micro macro, getting organized and staying organized. Now, Alex, what is the second big thing that we need to be thinking about when it comes to efficiency and staying organized for our teachers?
1: Well, Jeff, I think you're the expert here about sharing your vision. So what do you do to help share your vision in your schools?
0: I, 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 Again, I'm looking at this as where do you want to go? Like Many schools look at us as tech coaches and say, you're the expert. This is why you're here. Here's my idea, but you help us get there. And it's one thing to walk into a PD session and go, we're going to learn Google Classroom or we're going to learn, learn Forms. But you got to start with the overall vision. What is the reason why we're doing this? And I think if you tell teachers why we're doing things to get them to buy in, it's easier to then have them sit through a half an hour, 40 minute, an hour long session on these various tech topics, which, you know, still might be intimidating, to many of these teachers. So when we're looking at our vision, I always think it's helpful for our teachers to understand where we're going, not only short-term, again, micro and macro, but in the long-term, right? And I always, always look at it from the, we want our students to be able to, right? It's that whole Swabat method. We want our students to be able to be digital citizens and we want our students to be able to take digital notes and we want our students to be able to um, create a portfolio for their colleges. Well, if we want them to do that, we have to be teaching it. And if we're teaching it, then we have to learn the skills. And if we have to learn the skills, now's as good a time as any. So I always try to give them a roadmap. And that's generally one of those, it, it's not the most sexiest slides, but it's generally one of those first or second slides on my slide deck of here's the big picture and here's where we are in our roadmap. Just to give everybody a sense of where we want to go and where we're going. Now, I know you had mentioned national, you know, ISTE standards, state standards. Why is it important that, we're grounded and I'm going to second on that one and go, do our teachers really care or are standards, just stuff that we need to have in the back of our minds?
1: Well, I mean, we, we have to have to share it in a way that they buy in Uh, as an integration specialist. If you don't see the students on a regular rotation or a a frequent basis, you're, you're relying on those teachers to buy into what you're trying to, to lead. Um, And you, you can talk as the experienced educator in that field, but you're basically saying that this is what the state of Ohio, or this is what the national standards say when it comes to tech standards. And they can relate to that. You know, As much as the fun stuff that they want to teach or that we want to teach with technology, we've, they've got to rely on their standards, and so do we. So, we just have to find creative ways to continue fostering that in our teachers. And like, you know, you were talking about a big PD session with a group of teachers. Well, when you share something, you got to recognize how many different levels of teachers are in that room, both technology and content, and some are um, support, some might be um, like a unified arts. So, you know, where does that fit into their field? How does that relate to what they're doing?
0: And sharing your vision isn't just sharing it to your teachers, right? It's sharing the plan with your administration, right? We've talked a lot over the last few weeks of having those strong relationships with your administrators to go into their offices and ask them, what is your vision? How can I help you get there? And then really the answer to that conversation is, and now here's the vision. Are you on board with this? How can we do this together, right? Like you gave me the vision. I'm going to create the roadmap. How can we make all of this work? I got to tell you when you're, when you're, when you're on, right. When you're cooking, especially in, a, I know some people out there, some people, you who are listening to this podcast might be somebody who has not just two, not just three, maybe six buildings and you are tired. You are crazy. You are, you are just overwhelmed with everything. Um, the last two things here I think are the most important. What's the next big step here that we need to keep in mind when we're working in this bubble of tech coachness?
1: Hey, well, I, I think, you know, first of all, you have to be open and honest with your staff. You know, you have to build relationships and build trust because in order to work with a teaching staff on a professional development level, they've got to know that you have their best interest and that you're working towards what the kids need. So the first thing I had to do coming into a new building 5 years ago or two new buildings was basically say, you know, this is what I'm here for. I'm here to support you. I'm here to help our students and you have to build that rapport and it takes time with your teachers. And it might start by a foot in the door by helping them with their speakers because they can't, you know, they're they're up against the fire. They want to play a video. You know, they can't put in a tech work order because it might take couple hours for uh, somebody in IT to come over, but you're there, you're available. You can help them get a foot in the door, build a relationship, start a conversation, eat lunch with them and see and the ways that you can help them.
0: It's those relationships, right? We always said that the relationships are made and broken for you as tech coaches, mostly when we're not around, right? Maybe we're in another building and somebody says in building two, like, Where's the tech coach? Whatever that ending conversation is, you don't know. Sometimes we don't have control over all of that stuff. Making sure that we've got great relationships is really one of those best ways because you want to make sure that when you walk into that building, there is a plan, there is an order. People know how to find you, get in touch with you, uh, reach out to you, help you out, work with you. They know what to expect when you walk in. Having that relationship not only with the principal but the teacher's And really with the building is going to help you stay effective. And the last one here that I always say is don't be afraid to stop. Gather your thoughts. You know, I I know whenever I walk into a new building before getting out of the car, I'm sure every tech coach kind of has these moments where you just sit there and take a deep breath. Think about what you're doing, because when you walk into that building it's very easy, and Alex, help me out with this one. It's very easy to to bring the baggage of mm-hmm. your other school, of your home life, of your the bills you have to put, with all of that stuff. You know, when you walk into those buildings, you need to be happy, pappy, tech coach, and just taking a moment to gather your thoughts before you react, before you go into a classroom, before you enter a building, keeping things to be organized is really really important.
1: Well, and I I joke that I drive a truck because I got so many hats back there <laughs> when I go from building to building. And really, you, you know, you need to think about just like when we were classroom teachers on a daily basis, you would you would tweak those lessons from period to period, or day to day and year to year. And and no matter what happened in that last building with a conversation when I was open and honest with a teacher, and maybe they didn't like what I had to say because I was coming from an area of, of expertise and trying to help, um, then, you know, you transition that to walking in the next building, and, and you don't know what's going to be greeted at you. You might not have been there for a couple days, and might, people might be ready and eager to to work together and learn, and and you know, sometimes people aren't aren't ready for um, jumping right in.
0: And one of the things I always recommend doing is, you know, when you're working with a teacher, I always say, you know, you you don't sit there in front of the teacher and take notes on your conversation. But when you leave the teacher, it's totally okay to to duck into a hallway to sit in another classroom, you know, that's empty maybe, or the break room and. You, you got to put your thoughts down on, on Google Keep or on Evernote or on a doc or whatever you want to use. Um, tell me again, Alex, what, what when you're taking your notes, mm-hmm. what application do you use just to kind of organize like all your written thoughts? I know you mentioned Calendar and Gmail
1: and stuff like that, but... Are you, yeah, well, how, what so yeah, to keep track of everything. Th- that that's it, man. It's Google Calendar because when I well, first of all, if I have an appointment with a teacher, I've already got notes in there about what we're planning to talk about. So I'll jump back on that at the end and add some of the things or links or resources that we discussed because I know what's going to happen in three weeks when we continue or the next week. I can jump right back onto calendar and just like I would on a Google search bar, I will search in my Google calendar for that teacher's name without even looking at date, having to remember when it was. It'll take me right into all of the events that I have with that teacher, whether it's classroom instruction, whether it's planning, and I've got a note section running right there. So, what I'll do a lot of times, Jeff, is um, just like you would copy a document, I'll copy an event in my calendar because I already got the teacher name there. I've already got all the running notes in that note section and I can just add to it the next time.
0: We want to know what you guys are using. I, I, I'm i a big Google keep guy. Alex is a big Google calendar guy. Um, we've talked about Evernote in the past. I would love to hear what you are using out there to keep yourself digitally organized. This is, of course, the topic that we talk a lot about at the Mastermind. During our meetings, we have a chance to have everybody share some of their favorite apps, share their links to their lessons, their websites. And this week, we're talking about a huge topic on our Mastermind meeting, which is actually going to be coming up on October the, I believe it's the 16th. It's a Wednesday and a Thursday. We're doing a Wednesday and a Thursday meeting this week. And we're talking all about our Educational Technology Integration Plan. And this is a huge idea and a big document. Alex, I'm sure that your school district has a strategic plan, something that governs the entire district. Mm -hmm. And I'm sure that your district also has a technology, a tech integration plan, something that's going to guide your technology department on what kind of devices to buy, how many hardware pieces, what kind of servers and wireless and routers and all of those things. But for tech coaches, it really comes down to having a document called your EdTech integration plan. Now, next week on our show, we're on episode number 64. Again, next week, we're going to be talking all about what this document is, how to build it, and why it's important to you. In our mastermind meeting, I'm going to be giving you guys all the templates and all the things that are needed. I'm going to be opening up all of my, my archive and my vault, and I'm going to be giving you guys a complete series of lessons and, and, and activities for any teacher and any tech coach out there to work with their district to create this document. It is such going to be a good episode. I hope you guys tell your friends to check out next week on episode number 64. Alex, you know, as we get started in this school year, what advice do you have for any tech coach out there that might be in their first or second year trying to just to figure out what am I doing and how do I get to that next week?
1: Well, I, I hope that they will reach out to other tech coaches. I think this show is a great platform, social media. Um, if you have any other technology integration specialists or tech coaches in your district, then just like you know, teachers uh, who teach the same content meet bi weekly, you should be meeting with them too because there is a wealth of resources out there, whether it's locally, globally, and especially at those tech conferences. You spot any coming up, um, do what you can to get there and meet some people. It's where um, actually Jeff and I have a connection to the same person through, through tech conferences and, and these podcasts. So um, get out there, network, meet people in the same field, because anything as a new tech, your tech coach that you're going through, somebody has gone through before. So stay tuned to this show because you're going to find all of the resources you need right here.
0: Alex, I got to say thank you so much for coming on. The door is always open. I hope you come back on the show. Where can people find you for more information and how do we get you, get in touch with you on your social channels?
1: Sure, Jeff. Again, I appreciate you having me. Um, my Twitter handle is at Mr. Oris Tech and I run a website at Mr. Oris Tech So feel free reach out. Let me know uh, what you thought about today's episode. Um, and what you're doing in your school to help your teachers.
0: And don't forget, there's plenty of ways to get a hold of us. You can go over to askthetechcoach.com and check out all of our podcasts, our blog posts. And we've got a bunch of freebies that you can download. Also attached to this blog post is a link for our free ebook. 40 Chrome extensions that every tech coach should know. We haven't talked about this a lot on our show, but we've been giving away this te- ebook now for the last couple months. We're working on a brand new one, but our ebook for the for this episode is 40 Chrome extensions. It goes over everything that not only do your teachers need, but you could use to stay as efficient as possible. And one last time, don't forget that our mastermind meeting for this week is uh, two weeks from now on October. 16th and 17th I believe it is and you can find out all the information and register yourself over at teachercast.net slash mastermind. We're great for tech coaches. We're even better for school districts that want to bring entire tech coach groups with you and we have many school districts that have done just that over the last two seasons. So consider joining us on our tech coach mastermind over at teachercast.net slash mastermind. Well that wraps up episode number 63 of Ask the Tech Coach. We've got some great stuff going on over the next few weeks, not only are we going to be dealing with our instructional technology, roadmaps, But we've also got some new surprises. We're working on some new cover art. We're working on some new music for our shows. We're working on making the servers and making our downloads faster and making our website even better. Lots of great things happening. We want to have you guys be a part of this. So don't forget to go over to Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, and anywhere your podcasts are and subscribe to this. And the most important thing you guys can do is to share this podcast with your friends. So on behalf of Alex and everybody here on the TeacherCast Educational Network, my name is Jeff bradbury reminding you to keep up the great work in your classrooms and continue sharing your passions with your students you've been listening to the teacher cast educational network hosted by jeff bradbury please reach out to the show with all of your questions on twitter at TeacherCast
1: or online
0: at www.teachercast.net be sure to subscribe to our podcast so you don't miss any future episodes and please take a moment to write a review in the app store